Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. afternoon smiling that was the 6 p.m non-stop news feed this is the mark aram show heard monday through friday 6 to 8 p.m on wsb so much to talk about the game of thrones finale uh sorry there may or may not be spoilers i think this the the rule is a series finale the, there's no spoilers you you talk about it the day after someone compared it to watching the super bowl and like oh don't tell me who won the super bowl I got to watch it tomorrow. No, we're going to, Johnny Kielbasa will break it down with the Game of Thrones minute. But the biggest story of the weekend to me was the Morehouse graduation story. Did you guys see this? That was awesome. Deb Green, producer of the Mark Aram Show. Um, Robert F. Smith, who is a billionaire mm-hmm. and apparently a pretty anonymous one because I don't believe I'd ever heard of him. Yeah, he said he he deliberately stayed out of the spotlight and then Forbes kind of came to him and said, hey, we want to put you on the cover. Wow. Yeah. Uh, do you know how, do we know how he made his billions? Uh, technology. And, okay. Yeah. All right, so he was the commencement speaker at Morehouse College over the weekend. And I talked about this last week, how I want to get an honorary doctorate from uh, some school because my girlfriend has a doctorate. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to get an honorary one someday. And she's like, ah, so mad because she worked so hard to get her doctorate. And I'm like, someday some some school is going to give me an honorary doctorate. Well, now you set the bar high. So well, now, now you, exactly. Now you, you got to blow four mil. So he he becomes a graduate of the class of 2019. And I, we'll, we'll, we'll play the audio for it because it was pretty amazing. And basically says, this is my class of 2019. My foundation is going to pay everyone's student uh, loans in the aud- in my class of over 300 people. And it, I don't think it really settled in at first. The, the, the graduates didn't realize it first. And then they started slowly realizing. You hear the crowd like, like, oh, like, because, you know, it's graduating college is it's stressful when you have a lot of debt. You know, I graduated school. It wasn't student loans. I had like. $15,000 in student loans, which is a lot, but I had like $55,000 of credit card debt because I had to pay for my last two years with credit cards. So I know the extreme burden and and credit card debt and student debt, student loan debt are two different things. Like student loan debt's like, oh, it's 3.5%, pays when you want, $70 a month, whatever. Credit cards, are they're not cute like that. They're like, you miss a payment, you're, it's 22.9% of uh, APR. So I worked my tail off to pay off those uh, credit cards. Uh, so this is a, you know, student debt is, is very near and dear to me. It's my own fault I had this student debt. I lost my scholarship. I, my grades suffered. My parents like, you want to graduate, you're, you're on your own, which is probably the best thing they've ever done for me. Oh, I'm sure. To say, we're not paying your school anymore. It's on you if you want to do it. That actually made me grow up in a hurry. Kind of. I've kind of, re- <laughs> yeah. I, I grew I up really, say, really, really at Relatively. 20, I grew up and then I've slowly, re- you know, yeah, you're you're backwards. Back, <laughs> back into my mid forties. I'm basically a kid again, but I, I love this story. Uh, and, and the fact this was so unexpected, like just you're, you're there, you're celebrating. I've been there. I was celebrating. Well, not, I was sleeping during my graduation because I stayed up the whole night before cleaning my apartment. Cause I knew my, my parents, and my grandparents were coming to my apartment. So by the time the graduation came around, in the baking in the sun, I was out. I was literally nodding off my thing. But I remember, like, all right, now I've got to start paying off this amount of debt. And it's you know, this was 25 years ago, and that it's getting worse and worse. You know, school has become more expensive. So I understand, and I can just only imagine the the feeling of the students knowing, wow, my debt is going to be wiped out by this guy. I just think that's the coolest thing ever. There's a lot of cool things that rich people do. Tyler Perry paying off people's Layaway at Walmart is very cool every Christmas. That's expensive too, like four hundred thousand dollars. And the Bill and Melinda Gates fund donating all this, and but that that's so out of left field. Like no one there expected it, and and they're gonna graduate. They graduated and now they're debt free, which is a you know hopefully they will pay it forward. It reminded me of you. You guys watch The Office, right? Yeah, Scott's Tots. <laughs> you know, Michael Scott, the manager of The Office, which leads me into yes. 
At, uh, <laughs> when he was starting out as the, the manager of Dunder, Mif- Dunder Mifflin Paper Company, he pledged to these, these third graders, you graduate high school, I'll pay for your college. <laughs> Fast forward to them seniors in high school, and he, he can't afford anything. And he winds up, spoiler alert, he winds up buying one kid books for a semester. Like <laughs> He'd promised like 35 kids their college tuition paid for. But I was, it, was just, it was just an awesome, awesome sight. Uh, and a great story. So kudos to Robert uh, um, Robert F. Smith. The F needs to be included because there's yes, a lot of... Yes, because I think of the cure if you just say Robert, Robert Smith. Robert Smith, you think of the cure. He, I'm sure he's done some charitable things. Uh, is he still alive, Dan? Robert Smith? <laughs> yes. You never know. Still, with the. He was just inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall. Oh, very thing, nice. Yes. Very nice. So I, I tip my hat to you, Robert F. Smith. Um, that That's just awesome. I mean, what a great, great story. Do you know who's mad, though? The kids that graduated Morehouse last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> and they're like... Uh, next year, the, the, the yeah. graduating class is going to be staring at the commencement yeah. speaker. Yeah, like, like, are you going to pay my stuff off? <laughs> a lot of pressure. So that's that's exactly what happened when uh, when I saw the story. Maya, my girlfriend, she's like, oh, you want a, you want a doctorate, huh? You want an area doctorate? Let's quit what you have to do. And I'm like, well... Well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But uh, I, I just want to talk about that story to start off the show because it's rare we get such a feel-good story. And you know, in this day and age, even the best story, like, oh, uh, firemen uh, rescue twelve ducklings from a storm drain. You know, it's like such a nice story. And there's someone on social media. Oh, they should have been out saving fire. You know, like, like it's just so negative. I haven't heard a negative thing from anyone on this story. So no. it's nice to have a story that brings us all together and we can all appreciate how awesome this was. I, I think I've asked you this before, Chuck. Who was the commencement speaker at your graduation? Do you remember? Yeah, he was our um, old football coach that got fired. Oh, nice. Yeah, we had him come back and really stick it to everybody. <laughs> that was high school or college? That was high school. Okay. And our college one, I didn't go. Understood. So my college one, well, I had a billionaire speak at my college graduation, Michael Bloomberg, who started Bloomberg oh, really? Business. And this was before he became mayor of New York City and got political. Mm-hmm. But I had a billionaire give give the commencement. He didn't do anything. He didn't pay nothing. He didn't pay, he didn't pay anything. Or maybe he did. I was just nodding off, and I missed it. Like, yeah, hey. he was like, the first person that raises their hand, I'm paying off yeah, the student exactly. loans. He's like, listen, if you want your student debt paid, meet me in the gym after this, yeah. and I'll sign you up. But I was out cold, yeah. so yeah. I missed not it. paying attention. <laughs> so I missed it. Uh, but I want to talk about commencement speeches. Um, did, have you ever had – who was who spoke at your commencement, whether it was high school or college? Was it someone famous? And can you can you think of a more generous act than this? I mean, it blows my mind how generous this was. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Ironically, I went to a high school graduation yesterday as a guest. My One of my best friend's sons is graduating from high school. And we get there. The graduation starts at 4 p.m. And it was at a church in Buckhead. And we get there at 3.30. And it's full. There are no seats left in the church. Standing room only. And I'm, you know kind of uneasy about the whole situation anyway. <laughs> so my buddy comes out and he's like, I'm like, there's no seats, man. What do you want me to do? He's like, oh, just go home and we'll, we'll meet you for dinner. I was like, yes, that's a good friend. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> friend go right there. But the the kicker part, I would have stayed. I would have made you stay. Clark Howard gave the uh, the, the commencement speech. Oh, really? Yeah, he, my buddy texts me after I'm home. My buddy texts me pictures of Clark Howard giving a speech. So you didn't know he was good? No, I had no idea. <laughs> Clark didn't tell me. Otherwise, I would have I would have stood to see Clark Howard give the commencement speech. Commencement speech. Commencement. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it was pretty cool. So I kind of went to a graduation ceremony yesterday. Congrats to all the graduates. Here's another thing I want to talk about graduations. When we were kids, and I think we're all, I'm older, I'm the oldest of the four bananas here. Deb's probably the youngest. I don't know about you two. You guys are I'm 42, so right. he's a little younger. A little younger. Did, did you, when you graduated high school, did your parents put a sign in the yard? No. Like, no. Congrats, That's a new Longoria. Thing. That's Grad- a new thing. Deb, did you have that in Wisconsin? <laughs> no, of course not. That's I, I couldn't even. I, that definitely. When did that start? The subdivisions do it now too. Sometimes you see signs. I went with to oh, names a big on one, yeah, yeah, out front of our subdivision. I, I went to Sunday's house on Saturday, and he lives in a subdivision yeah. in Dunwoody, <laughs> and there was a big, big sign. Congrats to all the graduates, and it was like, like all these names. But in my neighborhood, like every other house is like, like in the lawn, like yard, yeah. side, like political, like a yard political sign, exactly. Yes. Like when did that start? 
And how, who provides that? Do you have to go out and make that yourself? Probably. Does the school if do the it? One for your yard, probably. And I think the HOA takes care of the other one. They probably have every parent has to pay or whatever. Yeah. That must drive Silky crazy, having to pay for someone else's. Well, I don't know if he has no, to. Maybe they let like the parents that are going to graduate oh, I got you. have to chip in I for it. You. You know? So we're going to talk graduation stuff today. Robert F. Smith, I tip my hat to you. Who spoke at your graduation speech, uh, your commencement? Who was your commencement speaker? And when did these yard signs, graduation yard signs, become a thing? Because they're prevalent now. Big word. Prevalent. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Billionaire Robert F. Smith, my new hero. Great job this weekend uh, taking care of the college debt for the Morehouse grads. Talking about graduations, 404-872-0750 is the number. Jerome kicks us off in Tucker. Jerome, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks, sir. Yeah, I just uh, hate to be that guy who like complains about the Ducks, but <laughs> the one thing I haven't seen reported in the press about this, uh, the, the debt payment uh, for all the graduating seniors, which is uh, a great gesture. Um, have you heard anything about whether or not it's taxable? For those that they pay off the debt, I guess they've got phantom income, right? Yeah. I, I don't know how that works. If he can, so with, with student loan and federal student loans especially, it's kind of a weird situation. I'm assuming that he is just going to pay the debt off directly to the, I don't think he's cutting, you know, Steve Jackson a check for $35,000. I think he will directly send the payment to Sally May or whoever does the thing. But I, that's a good question. I'll look into that. But I assumed that would be very ill-advised for him to just cut checks to these graduates. Chuck, you have info He's on that? He's setting up a foundation to run it all through. They're okay. not getting money sent to yeah. them. Like yeah, they have that, to that would be their... really dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, he, he, he's, it said that they're going to set yeah. up a foundation. Can, I can only imagine, like, if when I graduate college, um, someone's like, well, here's $45,000 to pay off your loans. Yeah, that's I would have happen. like kicked five hundred of the loan, <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. and I'd yeah, have the, I'd have the new Jeep Wrangler in my driveway. So yeah, well, that's good to know, Chuck. Chuck coming with some info. I love it. Richards in Dallas. Richard, welcome to the show. Thank you guys. I mean, Mark, I can tell you, I enjoy your show. Show like if I'm driving in my native Dominican Republic and there is a show like yours at this time there, and it's one of the most popular shows. So I believe you're gonna make it, and you're gonna leave all traffic and everything. You just, just hey, I'm not, not going to speak for the rest time. of the bananas, but I would be willing to move, move the show to the Dominican. You guys down? You want to do I'm a show down. in the Let's Dominican Republic? Yeah, sure. No, why I'm, not? T- I'm telling you, <laughs> it's it's one of the most fun times because traffic over there is the worst. Sorry to say that, but it's the truth. Understood. And people just enjoy the way that I'm enjoying your show. So kudos to you, sir. Richard, thanks now. for the kind words. Bro. I'm going to put you on hold because we got a hard break. Okay, buddy? All right, no problem. All right, uh, look at that. You get compliments. You get held over through news. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Cal Penn, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 639. The Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on WSB. Don't forget Longoria. You can listen at home. Once you get home on uh, Amazon Alexa, just say play WSB or the WSB radio app. Talking about Robert F. Smith, my new favorite dude. Um, over the weekend, he gave the commencement speech at uh, Morehouse University. Morehouse College? Morehouse University. Morehouse College. All right. I went to Marist College, so I get that. Um, and, and unbeknownst to the faculty, the staff, or the graduates, he says, I'm going to pay for everyone's Student loans. Um, Deb, try to find, try to cue up that. I don't want to play too much audio, but try to find it here on here. Can you cue it up for me? Uh, I want, I want to, I want to play the audio for you so you can hear the uh, the building excitement w- by the students once they realize what had just happened. Uh, Bill joins us in Griffin. Bill, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you. Hello, Bill. Are you still looking for speakers at uh, graduation ceremony? Yes. Who spoke at your graduation? Ted Kennedy. Wow. What year was this? Right after Chappaquiddick. I was about to say, Not is it pre or post Chappaquiddick? <laughs> Not everyone was happy. Yeah, well, and I had Buckminster, Buckminster Fuller after that. What uh, what what school was this? If you don't mind me asking. Not at all, Syracuse. So uh, the Orange Men in Syracuse, given the commencement speeches, uh, Ted Kennedy post Chappaquiddick. What was the reaction when it was announced with the student body that that was that was going to happen? There were some protests. Of course, yeah. those were in the days of protests. 
on the heels of Vietnam. I can imagine. Um, I love Syracuse, that, by the way. I went up. I spent a, a summer there at SI Newhouse. They're a journalism school. Yeah. Now, granted, school. I wasn't there for the winter, but I loved Syracuse. I had a great time. Yeah, they had Walter Cronkite come out of there. Dick Clark, Jim Brown. Bob Costas. And, uh, Buck, yeah. Buckminster Fuller spoke at my uh, graduation from SUNY Buffalo. Another great city, Buffalo. Who is, uh, who is Buckminster Ford? Forgive my ignorance. Buck, Mr. Fuller was the inventor of the geodesic dome. Oh, yeah, that guy. I, was, I got him yeah. confused with the other Buckminster. Yeah, come on now. Buckminster Johnson right. is the guy that invented uh, spurs on the back of Lotee's boots. There you go. Jonathan's in Jefferson. Hey, buddy, how are you? Good. I've been playing my video game for waiting. What video game are you playing? 2K19. Oh, I'll, t- I'll take you on. I'll be the Knicks. <laughs> okay. I'm always John Cena. You can't see me. Yes, I'll I'll tell you. I get off the air at eight eight seventeen. Look for me online. I always do. All right, thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate it, buddy. Charlie's in coming. Charlie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you for having me. Just a comment about the uh, the young man that receives this generous gift for their student loan debt. I, I wonder if any of them are aware that you're still going to owe a ton of income tax for that gift. I don't know how that works, honestly. Uh, but Chuck mentioned that he's setting up a foundation. Um, so I don't know how, you know, I trust the billionaire to set it up. Like I trust Clark Howard to, to set up, uh, donations for me and stuff. Um, I don't know what their tax liability will be, but, uh, you know, even if their tax, say they have $40,000 in debt and their tax liability is $6,000, that's still better and more manageable than, you know, all that debt. I'm sure. Right. I would think so. I, I was just curious about that. And, and the fact that, it would all be due if that gift was received this year, then whatever income they had, that gift would be added to that ordinary mm-hmm. income, I would think, and they would owe tax based on the total amount of their income. What, what they probably so, could do, so there's, a, there's a certain amount of money per year you can gift someone, right? So I think it's like fourteen or $15,000 a year you can gift someone with without tax li- liability. So perhaps the, the grant or the foundation is going to stagger it. Like, all right, we'll give Longoria $15,000 this year and then $15,000. But technically, it's not a gift to them. It's just paying off paying their loan. I don't so know how that – again, I don't know. You're paying they, it they, to – They're going to go ahead. It's it's no different than if I just decided to pay Andrew's credit card yeah. bill. Speaking he of told which – told me what it was, and I wrote it off. So here is uh, the moment in the commencement speech, the 135th commencement at Morehouse College when Robert F. Smith alerts the graduates that they're about to graduate with no student loan debt. In your bus. Now, I've got the alumni over there, and this is a challenge to you, alumni. This is my class, 2019. And my family is making a grant to eliminate their student loans. slow build they go oh my god he's paying off our student loan like what a relief for, for those kids like i mean because i was there i was in that situation like all right i'm getting my diploma but i'm, I'm in debt eighty thousand dollars fifty of it to credit cards like that's a burden Granted, yeah. self-inflicted burden, right, right, but, but it's still a burden, a burden nonetheless. So it's stressful. I just think that's fantastic. Uh, Robert F. Smith, you are—he's going to get star of the show, Longoria. I don't know what I was thinking. Thinking about you oh, getting. Come it. on now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll pay off my credit card. Yeah, there. there you uh, go. All right, uh, we'll continue to talk about graduations. Who spoke at your graduation? Oh, and I got. Let me real quick tell you about this business idea I had back in the day. I'll tell you when we come back. I, I want to. It didn't take off the. It didn't get off the ground, but I think it was still a pretty good idea. I'll bounce it off you, Bananas, when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Graduation day on the Mark Aram show. Who spoke at your graduation? Who was the commencement speaker? And when did these graduation yard signs become a thing? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Todd joins us in Aquarius. Todd, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How's it going? What's going on, brother? Not much. Not much. Uh, 
funny thing is, when I first saw that on the news, I didn't think about just how great it was for those guys. But I started thinking about those guys that put off graduation. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Like the five-year plan guys like me? <laughs> like they should have graduated the year before? Yeah. Like, well, maybe I'll just work a little more this quarter and, you know. Or you could feel bad, you know, if someone, you know, if if someone didn't, you're saying you felt bad for the people that didn't graduate but should have. Oh, I didn't feel bad for them. I just thought it was funny, yeah. you know, what they were thinking. It's the, the same, it's the same like, thing with the Tyler Perry Christmas story. So, like, imagine you have all your stuff on layaway at the Walmart down the street from the one that he paid for. Like, ah, oh, my luck. <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't you go here? Yeah. And the person that took a semester off and will graduate in September or whatever is like, ah, oh, I could have been debt free. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Mary's in Canton. Mary, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Hello, Hello Mary. Diana. The thing that occurred to me is that, I don't know if you know this, but there are a lot of students that max out their loans far above and beyond their tuition and, uh, books i mean just for living expenses sure absolutely i i had a a friend of a friend that did that he went to law school and he uh took out loans well exceeding his tuition books and room and board um and he's paying the price for it now i believe i don't know if he ever got out of that debt well my point is is i'm just wondering if uh fred f uh smith or whatever his name is if he's going to pay all those living expenses and, and cars. Oh, and I don't know. And, I don't know. You know. I don't know. Wait, wait, yeah. Sully the Moody. Yeah, I know. Fred McMurray, by the way, is who you're looking for, Mary. Fred McMurray of My Three Sons fame. He gave the commencement speech at Longoria's High School. Hey, Melissa, hang on. When we come back, we'll talk to you. I also want to tell you the uh, business idea I had about graduates. I thought it was maybe we can resurrect this, Longoria. Okay. We'll make some money. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Still to come, we got to talk about Them Thrones. Johnny Kilbasa with a Game of Thrones Minute. And maybe we can squeeze out a fast food review as well. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Monday to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Whole family's back together. Producer Deb Green, who we thought might have quit the show because she wasn't here for two straight days. There was legitimate concern, Long Longoria. I, I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I never know when you guys aren't going to be here. Like, I know when you're not going to be here. I don't know when these guys are gone, and they're gone for, like, days at a time. I know, but it was but just, I don't care. you're the rock, <laughs> though. You're the, the you're the rock of Gibraltar. I mean, I sent you everything you, you needed. You did. You did your job. Yeah. You just didn't show up. We were like, oh, this is like... By the second day, he was already worried. He yeah. Was like, this is the, quitting. This is the, this is the second day. The yeah. Call Buford up. We need to get a producer again. <laughs> uh, Longoria, stoic as ever, and uh, of course, Lotis, read your calls. Oh, Real quick, before we get into uh, my the calls and uh, graduation and my business idea, good weekend, Deb, or good seven days I haven't seen you? Five days? <laughs> I technically was here. I had to be Steve those couple days okay. too so i was here All right. but um yeah i had to go to a birthday party this weekend it, it, it was fine All right. yeah good stuff yeah longo uh we didn't do anything very good yeah just swim class and that was it swim class love it chuckles i uh, went to the renaissance festival and watched john wick 3 how was john wick 3 it's good it's good okay, it's good. definitely in the vein All I, right. it wasn't as good as the other two but it's moving the story along. So, right. I mean, look. Worth, worth people, watching? Like, oh, yeah. Lots of people get shot. All right. It's good great. stuff. Excellent. I, I had a busy weekend. I, I went to that, half went to the high school graduation Sunday. Saturday, I went to Sanjay's house and went to my buddy, uh, Tan Guy, Sean Winters. He had a, uh, a low country boil mm. at his house. Nice. Oh, my God. Like, nice. he flew all the stuff up from New Orleans, like live crawfish, crayfish, how yeah. you pronounce them? Oh, really? Yeah, it was very good. And then I went to brunch on Sunday at uh, Bistro Nico. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, it was very good. Busy, busy food-filled weekend. OK Cafe for dinner last night. Oh, I saw that. I wanted so to go good. so bad. So good. Um, all right, so we're talking about graduations. Robert F. Smith, the uh, commencement speaker at Morehouse, billionaire, pretty much an anonymous billionaire, is going to pay off all the student debt for the Morehouse grads of 2019, which I think is just remarkable. What is he known for? How did he make his... Deb said uh, technology. It's, yeah, it's all technology oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'd never really heard of him. Yeah, me neither, which is, good I mean... For that, him. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. And good for him seven times over for being able to pay off the student debt. Your thoughts on that? Who spoke at your graduation? And when did these graduation signs start appearing? The high school graduation signs and people's <laughs> lawns? Because that's their, their, uh, there's a proliferation of them now. There is. A Anywhere lot you drive, you see, hey, my kid, as Deb Green said, uh, graduating high school, she told her niece this weekend, who graduated high school. That's, <laughs> congratulations on doing the easiest thing you'll ever have to do. <laughs> it's so, true. Yeah. It's my inspiration for yeah, her. Yeah, inspiration. Yes. All right, so here, before we go back to the phones, here was my idea a couple years ago. So I, like I mentioned, I struggled for money when I was in college. And I thought to myself, like, how much of a difference would, if, if I got an injection of $500 or $1,000 a month, like go back to when you're 18, 19, 20, 21. Okay. And you're getting a five hundred or thousand dollars a month. Like that would be game changing, right? Huge. Yeah. Would allow you to focus on your studies, blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't have to work part time. So my my idea was we start this company and we go down to Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech graduates, but for the most part, are very successful. Once they get us, they know how to do things. They get jobs, blah, blah, blah. So you you find out, you find tech students and you offer them this deal. Hey, I'm going to give you $1,000 a month for this school year in exchange for 1% of your future earnings or a half percent of your future future earnings. So you're a loan shark. Kind of. Pizza? <laughs> but I don't seems like a longer Like time. I don't know if it's legal or anything like that. But I, as if I was in college and someone's like, "Hey, 1% of your future earnings, I'm going to give you $1,000 a month while you're in school." I would have snatched that up in, in a second. Tell someone did the math. Then you yeah, you got to bank that everybody, uh, at least half the people are going to become something. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm still, even You're if still they're getting, even if they're, you know. Yeah, I'm still getting 1% whatever you make for the rest of your life. It, oh, I got you. Okay. But my buddy, like, I, I think it's a viable business, but I think A, it's kind of sleazy. Yeah, a little. <laughs> and B, I don't know if it's legal. So there's two, there's two hiccups. But I would have taken that deal. Would you have taken that deal, Deb? A thousand bucks? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't maybe know it's anybody a, that wouldn't. Maybe it's point three percent of your future earnings. Like something. Regardless, they're still minuscule. You know, yeah. You, that's that's why that's how you sell it. You make it seem like it's such yeah. an insignificant amount of money. Yeah. Like your you're first year really out, gonna you're going to pay it. me sixty four dollars until you turn forty and you realize you're paying this schlub yeah. who took you for a ride when you were twenty. <laughs> it's like when they, when they say like <laughs> eight payments of twenty nine ninety five, and you're like, oh, that's cheap. Well, they but. do that to to uh, professional athletes, like yes. minor league baseball players. Yes. Like I know minor league baseball players, they get like a fifty thousand dollar loan Basically, against yeah. against you know future earnings. Kind of against future earnings, but uh, but I just this is just for regular students. Yeah. Like you're a chemical engineer at Georgia Tech. And I come to the campus in my van, in Russ's van. Russ drives me down to the campus. <laughs> and I go, come here, kid. I'll give me $1,000 a month in exchange for 0.3% of your future earnings. And then you turn out to be this Smith guy who's a billionaire. And yeah. you're still, you're yeah, still that's scraping how he did it. Exactly. That's how you just got to pop on one billionaire, yeah. Longoria, and you're good. Think about it. Zuckerberg. You could have done that with Zuckerberg. Yeah, anyway, there's my idea if you want to talk about that. Melissa is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mel. Hey there. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Thanks um, for hanging on. I don't remember who my commencement speaker was, so it must not have been someone very memorable. But um, I had a thought that was very similar to the two callers previous. And I was thinking about all those students who may have worked full time while they went to school, didn't take out any student loans because they they did work. And it really would have been kind of nice if there had been a way to reward those people for working and, and trying not to incur debt. Yeah, um, Robert Smith failed us. He failed us as a no. I, I think in the and back when we went to school, Melissa, it's different than now in 2019. Unless you get a full ride athletically, academically, I'm pretty sure even you know well-to-do families because the student loans are so low interest. I, I'm pretty sure 98 percent of the kids graduating have some sort of student loan debt, whether they work part time or full time. I worked full time during school, and I still took out student loans. So. I, I think it hit a majority of the kids that were graduating. I mean, you look, can't make everybody happy. Yeah. Yeah. Look at all those Hollywood people that paid to have their kids have scholarships yeah. for some reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Half a million dollars to go to school. <laughs> that could have paid down, you know, how many student student loan debts. Um, I appreciate your concern. I'm, I'm going to trust the billionaires handling it. He'll take care of everything. Uh, Servinius is in Duluth. Servinius, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. It's uh, Srinivas. Srinivas. Welcome yes, to the program. I, that's a very unusual name. Where, where do you come up with that? Oh, uh, I don't know. Mom and dad just happened to pick it out of the air. Renovas. Do you know what it what yeah. that spells backwards? 
Uh, no idea. Can you do it? Coleslaw. <laughs> no, it's uh, Savaneers. Actually, actually, it's it's Indian. I'm uh, we're from India. Oh, excellent! I love that okay. Srenivas. You're the you're yes, absolutely the first Srenivas to ever call the Mark Aram show. So that kudos is on so that. weird. There's so many Srenivases in the world. Where I come from, in in the state of Andhra, man, every other Joe Schmo is a Srenivas. Seriously, that's the truth. All right, so it's like the yeah. Joe Smith. Yeah, like the <laughs> yeah, Chuck. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> Anyways, so here's my comment. I, I the the funny phrase you said a second ago that Robert Smith failed us. I absolutely agree with that. I'm I'm really angry that he did what he did, because in my mind it promotes uh, the the feelings of entitlement that our kids today have. It, and it's wrong. You don't just give away free money. You got to have some skin in the game. What he should have done was say, I'm going to erase 50 percent of your everybody's student debt for not just this year but next year too, or something like that. You don't just erase people's money and just give free money away. But, but you understand, so I, I, I guess, I, Srinivas, I guess I understand your concern, but these kids didn't go to school knowing that their student debt was going to be paid off. They didn't graduate knowing that, I, and this was a total that. and complete that, surprise. But, but you're missing the point. This is the same thing as when, you know, when, when my kid was in the fifth or sixth grade, all the fifth and sixth graders, this was like 10, 15 years ago, they all had cell phones. And it's crazy. You don't just give things to people. It just promotes a sense of entitlement. Understood. you got to hold back. Do you, do you, do you own a home, Cernivas, or do you, are you a renter? No, I'm, I own a home. Do you have anything left on your mortgage? No, sir. Wow, good for you. Because uh, I was going to pay for your mortgage. I was going to go Robert Smith, but but since <laughs> God, you don't want any you don't want it, you know, any handouts like Robert, I was going to pay off no, your mortgage. No. Now, maybe I'll do Longoria's instead. Srenivas, oh, yeah. thank you for the call. Please call back. Uh, Srenivas. And then we got Bernard in Snellville. What are you doing, Longoria? You, told me you went like that. No, I was just saying I'm paying off your okay. mortgage. I don't want music yet. Sorry about that. That was my Sorry. bad, Longoria. My bad. Bernie, welcome to the show. How are you? Thanks for taking my call, Mark. My pleasure, buddy. What's going on? Hey, guess who my customer speaker was? It was Monica Kaufman Pearson. Get out. That's awesome. Oh, 2014, a little, little small college called Barter College over by Georgia Tech. She came with the Smithsonian speaker. She's, she's the nicest woman I, uh, you'll ever meet. She's, I mean, she exactly. doesn't have to be because she's a legend and icon. She doesn't, I mean, she, she, could, she could be like have the anchor-itis, and, but she doesn't. Exactly. She's so I down to earth. She, first came she was the original anchor for WSB back in the day when she first came here from Kentucky. Yeah. And uh, I'm a native Georgia, so I've been around for a long time and it was just good for you to come there and do that speaker for us. Yeah, I, again, I've given a couple of graduation speeches for high schools, not for college. I'm looking to give one for college so I can get that honorary doctorate and really make my <laughs> girlfriend extremely mad. Denny's in Decula. Denny, welcome to the show. Hey, how y'all doing? What's up, brother? Not much. Uh, I'm an econ teacher in high school and one of the projects was to have them plan out the uh, next four months of their lives. And talking about college and going to orientation and, and all that kind of stuff. Well, um, I, I might not want to do that ever again because I told them, I say, you have all this money to that you have to make. How do you make that money? Well, one girl uh, expressed that she's going to um, be a professional dancer at a local club in the uh, college area. And, like a uh, like a shoe show dancer or like a ballet dancer? Shoe dancer yes. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know this stuff. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and I'm sure I mean a YouTube star was up there. That's how they're going to make their money. Things like that. There, there was one. Yes, there is definitely a YouTuber uh, going to make millions. Uh, hadn't yet. But uh, okay. Well, I just I mean I I think I think it's noble of you to to take that on, and it's a great project for kids. But that's got to come back to the parents. Like if you, if your kids like uh, Chuck, like your daughter, your beautiful daughter, Ella. <laughs> yes, her name is Ella. All right, so many people having these babies. It's tough to remember their names. <laughs> All you got to do is remember three. Four, no, like I've got you and I've got other people. So we're the only so, ones that count. Fourteen-year-old Ella. Let's fast forward to the future. Fourteen-year-old oh, Ella comes to you and says, "Dad, I'm gonna I'm gonna be an Instagram superstar." Gonna, <laughs> yeah. Like that's on you to. Get her into reality, right? It's not on the econ. Yeah, teacher. and I would just say it's gonna be really hard to be an Instagram when you don't have a cell phone, and <laughs> as far as I know, you don't have an yeah. Instagram. So good luck with that. Yeah, and by that time, you'd be living back in Whitefish. Right, and there's go, no cell service up there. There's go no milk internet. the cows. Move her to a cabin up in the middle of nowhere. You're gonna be a a, a cattle herder millionaire. Turn her into a ranch hand. Um, we're gonna come back more because we still <laughs> got to talk about Game of Thrones. Johnny Kilbasa with the Games of Thrones Game of Thrones minute. 
and your calls. 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. This is the Mark Aram Show. Graduation edition of the Mark Aram Show continues with Susie and Hushton. Susie, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I went to Georgia Tech and graduated um, in 83. <laughs> but I was a co-op student, so I didn't have any student plans or anything. Um, what if I daughter, what if I went okay. to you in 1983 and said, Susie, I'm going to give you $500 a month for 1% <laughs> of your future earnings. Would you have taken the deal? Um, you wouldn't have liked it because I stayed at home for 22 years. That's all right. I get, uh, I get 1% of your kids' income. It goes down to the generations. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So what were you saying well, my, about your daughter? Oh, my daughter was homeschooled, so, but then she went to Georgia, and um, she was on Pell Grant her first year and then got um, the Hope Scholarship because of homeschooling. You had to wait a year and pull all your grades. But she graduated with a 4.0 from Georgia and had no student loans, no nothing. That's awesome. And now she loves Dave Ramsey and does all his stuff. Never heard of and, him. And um, he does the financial stuff like Mark Howard. He's the guy he that's does, on TV screaming a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> About getting out of that, that stuff. Okay. But anyway, she's 27 years old and just put 80000 down on her second house wow second yeah. house yeah you second yeah so she, is she uh single we got some eligible bachelors here at the station oh, no she's married oh, all right i gotta go then yeah. Susie. i'm sorry <laughs> no, i'm just i'm just kidding that that's awesome great for her she's doing better than i am financially should you've gotten one percent off of her i know exactly exactly longoria Made. this could work Let's go. With, let's uh, put heads together with Clark Howard tomorrow. See if we can right. figure this out. When we come back, Russ. Uh, oh my goodness, it doesn't get any better than this. It Russ doesn't. in Gainesville and Megan, Pennsylvania. We're going to cross streams with them, <laughs> get them both on at the same time. Plus, they date Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review on the Mark Aram Show, WSB. Hi, this is Courtney Thorne Smith. You're listening to the Mark Aram Show. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. 736-24 in front of 8. Mark Airman pals with you till 8 in the p.m. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, Johnny Cabasa with a Game of Thrones Minute. We're going to break down the final episode of the uh, story HBO series Game of Thrones. But first, we got to... Uh, this is incredible. Two of the greatest callers in Mark Aram show history joining us on the live, uh, on the phone live. Russ in Gainesville. How are you, Russ? Russ. Hey, Come buddy. How are you doing? You are joined tonight by the lovely, the talented, the loquacious Meg in Pennsylvania. Yes. Tiny village in western Pennsylvania. Blah, blah, blah. Two, blah, two blah, of my blah. favorite callers. How are you, Meg? Uh -huh. <laughs> Hello? Hi, Meg. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Uh, it's bikini weather up here in Pennsylvania. I wish this signal came in better. Did, did Longoria not tell you how to listen yeah. online? Did we not figure that out yet, Longoria? I did tell her. We told her. <laughs> oh. Hi, Meg. Hello, Hello Longoria. Hi. That was Russ. Yeah, Russ, uh, Russ say, is trying to steal my thunder. <laughs> you have a fun show. I wish the signal came in better. I love Dig SB. Do you want okay, you know? Well, listen, so Chuck's got an extra bedroom at his stone house. If you want to, oh gee whiz, I do not Don't do that. You're, okay. We're gonna have my birthday right. parties there. Yeah, we have. We're having <laughs> Russ's birthday party there. I'm hiring. All right, you know what? I'll, I'll be listening if I could tune you in. All oh, right. Well, whiz. how are you? Are you listening on seven fifty a.m.? Is that how you're listening? Well, yeah. That I have um, uh, a radio. My brother just got me one for. Um, my birthday, um, May 5th. Oh, happy belated uh, birthday. Well, I do. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's just, you know, I wish, you know, 
Well, well Longor, how did you tell her to listen? How did you tell her to listen online? WSB.com. That's, that's not our website. That's anymore. not it? No. What is it? WSBradio.com? Yes, okay. that's why. WSB, well, maybe that's why she couldn't WSB go. WSBradio.com, maybe. <laughs> WSBradio.com. Or do you, if you have an Alexa. Thank you, Longoria. No? See ya. <laughs> All right, bye. All right. We love you, Meg. Mm. All right, she's like, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, she's done. I'm out of here. Anyway, Ross, sorry to, sorry to hijack your call. What's going on, buddy? No, it's okay. I'll tell you something kind of funny. <clears throat> I've got a girlfriend. Uh, her name's Corey. And you know my last name, so if she gets married to me, her name would be Corey. Corey, Corey. Corey. Is this the hot one that's not paying rent or the four that is no, paying she, rent? She's a Puerto Rican girl. I've known her a couple of years, and she, she I don't know how she ended up here, but I've had her about a week now. <laughs> I've had her about a week. <laughs> is this a long-term thing, Russ, or what do you yeah, think? She's looking at me now. She's sitting on the couch like, um, well, yeah, I've known her two or three years. We've been together a few times. She's not exactly new. but uh, Is she, is she uh, fluent in Spanish? She, you know what's weird? I was going to tell Longoria about this because Puerto Rican is not Hispanic because uh, she speaks fluent Puerto Rican, but she says it's not Hispanic. It's different. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they speak Spanish. It's Hispanic, but here, say something. Hola, Yeah, that's, that's yeah, Spanish. That's not, that's that's not Puerto Rican. That's bad. But I'm thinking we get her, get her to play uh, oh, Say yeah. What with Belinda. Yeah. Can we do that tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. We All right, we're gonna. So, uh, what's what's your uh, new girlfriend's name? Well, her official name is Corally, but we call her Corey. Corey. All right. So tomorrow, call in after seven. We're gonna play. Say what? She's gonna win a chance to win valuable prizes. We're gonna play. Say okay. what with Belinda? She's got to translate Belinda's Spanish. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, we'll do that. All That's right. Fun. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Well, Russ, um, enjoy your evening with uh, Corrales, who speaks Puerto Rican, not Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what, Russ? Hang on. Let's bring Johnny oh, Kielbasa yeah. in on this. Hey, Johnny, what's up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Valor Margulis. Valor Marhalis. Um, any any uh, dating advice for Russ? He's got a Puerto Rican girl now, Johnny. You've uh, you've dabbled in exotic uh, women before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no comment. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Russ. Um, I'm not sure who that person you're sitting next to at the local Dunkin' Donuts really is, but I'm pretty sure she's not your girlfriend. So, but, hey, good he, luck with that. He, he doesn't know how she Back got there, the but he's had her for a week. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a growth. Yeah, he's had, I've had I don't this, know how I got here, but I've had it for a week. Time. I've got a cyst for a week. All right, Russ, um, I, I'm going to let you go because we got to do uh, Game of Thrones Minute. All right, buddy? Okay. All right, see you, Russ. Sorry about that, Johnny. All right, so last night... <laughs> was the final episode, Season 8, Episode 6 of The Game of Thrones. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to The Game of Thrones Minute. With and Johnny now Kilbasa. on The Mark Aram Show, it's time for The Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Yeah, yeah. Breaking down the most watched episode in HBO history, if the numbers are correct, the final episode of The Game of Thrones. As Johnny's done for eight previous seasons, every episode he joins us on Monday and gives us a 60-second synopsis of what went down on the prior night's episode. You ready for this, Johnny? Final time, my friend. One more time for everybody in Essos, for everybody in Westeros, and everybody west of Westeros. Marcus Traffic, born of House Arab, rightful heir to Neil Borch, protector of I-285, rightful king of the colonnade, colossar of the great asphalt sea, the unslept, the unkempt. The breaker of wind, we who are about to die and cough. Salute you. <coughs> Shame. 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 Gobbles John and Tyrion walk among the ashes of King's Landing. Grey Worm wants to kill all the foul of Cersei. Tyrion finds Jamie and Cersei beneath a pile of bricks. Danny laughing spreads her wings. Cut the heel promo. Tyrion says, take this job and shove it. Tyrion and John talk morality and mortality. John asks Danny how she knows what's good. Then he tells her what's good with a dagger to the heart. See you, Danny. Drogon Jakar says the iron throne to lava. Meanwhile, the lords and ladies of Westeros dog and pony show. Tyrion says, let's choose a king. Samuel Tarly suggests democracy in his last ass. Tyrion nominates Bran for king. He's voted in as Bran the Broken. But Sansa will be the queen of an independent north. Tyrion will be 
Bran's hand. Tyrion tells John to go back to the damn Night's Watch. The Unsullied heads to north. Sansa and John hug. Arya's headed west to Westeros. John and Arya hug. Bran tells John he was exactly where he was supposed to be. Brienne finishes Jamie's entry in the Book of the King's Guard. Tyrion has a hand of the King meeting. Sam brings in a copy of A Song of Ice and Fire. King Bran suggests he can find Drogon. Podrick's in the King's Guard. Brown's Lord of Highgarden. Lord Paramount of the Reach of Master of Coin. Davos is Master of Ships. Sam is Grand Maester and Brienne's Lord Commander of the King's Guard. Meanwhile, the Stark kids head their separate ways. John reunites with Tormund and goes to that north of the wall to live happily ever after the end. Shame. Shame. So I watched the episode, and um, I log on Twitter, and it was getting just blasted by people. Blasted. I, I loved it. I, I, I was very satisfied with the ending. This this last season <laughs> seemed a little rushed, but I'm okay with it. I, I, I There's there's a couple of things I want to bring up. Are you guys caught up to date on this? You yeah. don't yes, care? Yes, yes. So here's the one thing I don't I, – I have issues with. Again, I enjoyed the finale. I'm, I'm totally satisfied it was a great eight-year run. Bran, if we're led to believe, uh, Bran the Broken, um, if we're to believe what he is capable of and his character has been capable of since he got pushed out the window by Jamie Lannister, he's been plotting to become the king this whole time. You know, he's like, I don't want it, I don't want it. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Like, he Why was, do you think I was here? He was moving the chess pieces the whole time, and they're like, uh, I know you don't want to be the king. He's like, no, why do you think I'm here, man? I'm king, let's go. So that, that kind of stuck in my craw, like, oh, he's not the benevolent three-eyed raven he just he wanted to be he was putting himself in the throne the whole time that bugged me um i really liked the Daener- the daenerys ending with really? the dragon yeah i thought because it was so like you saw her character turn to the way fast. she did but then when she was embracing john you saw old danny there again you're like oh man. yeah well, i told my wife that they had to make her like that because you had to feel sorry for her you yeah, wouldn't feel sorry was, for her raise you your expectation you're know? you like oh they're gonna get and then he's like Phew. Yeah. And then for a second you're like, wait, who stabbed who? And then you realize I knew who what's was going to stab on. her once yeah. they got. And then close. the dragon burning the throne. Uh, Maya pointed out was the dragon's like, all right, so that throne's been turning people crazy for a long time. I'm going to burn this thing. I'm going to melt this puppy down. Uh, what what I really didn't like though, and again, I, I enjoy the episode, but Grey Worm slutting, uh, slicing the throats of the the uh, right. the soldiers that seems so out of character of him. Yeah, but then he doesn't kill the two guys that are responsible for Daenerys' death. Yeah, so he he'll he'll slice a a soldier's neck who surrendered, but then he he's not going to kill Jon Snow after that. I was like, that that was a little unbelievable. That was kind of weird. I wanted it to go all out and just flames and everybody die. Whoever's (laughs) whoever (laughs) whoever wanted to like yeah whoever wanted to become king and queen just like a royal rumble and whoever's standing is king. What I did notice though, they've left two openings for a possible Game of Thrones movie coming up. One is so we know Jon Snow survived uh, being stabbed to death and coming back alive. So we know Daenerys has the same genetic makeup because they're niece and, uh, or nephew and aunt. So, and the drag, you don't, you know, the dragon flies off with her. There's a possibility that she gets resurrected by a red witch somewhere out west or whatever, or out east. And the other possibility is Arya, who's now my, who's by far my favorite character, going to check the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Like there are two, there are two possibilities they could do a a, a follow up movie, like a spin off or something. Yeah. They're doing a spin off show because I thought that's what they said. They're doing a prequel. Oh, uh, leading up to the the Roberts uh, Robert oh, Baratheon's Baratheon. the rebellion or whatever Roberts Rebellion. Okay, but I could see them you know, like Deadwood coming back ten years later. Like, all right, we're gonna do a movie. Like I could see it definitely a Game of Thrones. Well, Tyrion movie. made that comment about. Ask me in ten years. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, "Is that a setup for another Deadwood? Like, yeah. are they going to come back in ten years and do a movie? Like, I just thought that was a setup. I would. I, I'm all for it. Yeah. They're doing a Sopranos prequel, so I'm. You know, my favorite shows. You do whatever you want. Bring them back. Um, your thoughts, Johnny? You're the expert on Game of Thrones. What did you think last night? Yeah, I would. I'm. I think it's natural as a kind of a defense mechanism to think that these characters aren't gone forever, and someday they're going to come back. I was kind of thinking the same thing when The Sopranos ended, but eh, I don't really. I, I thought it was great. If you had to end these characters somewhere, the shot of the the hand of the king meeting with Bronn and Sam and and Davos yeah. and Brienne, where they just kind of faded away, where they kind of they kind of shot it from a ways away, so you could just see, yeah, this is this is just how life is going to continue, the way things are set up now. I thought that was. That made that gave me the goosebumps. And I then, do uh, love the fact Bron that Bron got everything he wanted. Like I love Bron. I love that character, the sellsword. I'm happy he's the richest yeah. dude now. I think that's fantastic. Me too. I was waiting for him to show up with the crossbow, but I like just the way it's like, okay, he got what he wanted. Here he is. 
And they're talking about paying for brothels. Yeah, pay, he wants the <laughs> and I was like, well, brothels I think we before a navy. The bridges yeah. instead of the brothels. I'll tell you who was star of the episode was Tyrion. Yeah, that was yeah. a baller move when he took the hand and he's like, "I I freed my brother. You tortured a city." And he throws the the hand of the the king mm-hmm. thing down the stairs, knowing that he that was gonna kill him. Well, when he found his yeah. brother and sister down there, that little yeah. scene too, like just the way they were in the rubble, that was a good one too. Yeah. But he didn't even finish. He's like, "Oh, there they are," and then he walked away. Like he, he didn't finish. Well, what are you gonna do? Taking the stone. Well, at least I thought he was gonna take the gold hand. At least <laughs> and like wear it like a necklace. Smelt it. <laughs> necklace. Smelt it. What? The? Oh, I thought you meant like smell no, it. No. Oh, like, smelt it like, down. Kind of, what are you smelling, Chuck? Oh, like melt no, it down. Yes. Okay, sorry. But like you know, wear it around his neck. Like, oh, hey, this is my brother Jamie's hand. <laughs> but he just left it there. That thing would dangle at his knees. Yeah. I know. He's a little guy. He is a little guy. Um, but yeah, I was happy with it. Longoria, you're not as happy. No, I mean, like I said, I I, I didn't. It, it was too slow for me. It took they took a long time to like just set some stuff up, and yeah. I was telling my wife, I was like, man, they just. Ta- I mean, they're wasting all this time on this little part. Well, the they first thirty, they could have ended it after thirty minutes. Yeah, like yeah. I thought, I was like, wow, are they going to give us a third? And then they then it kind of went sitcommy, very jokey yes. kind of thing. Um, yeah, I didn't quite like the the end when they were all just joking around at the table, like, yeah. hey, hey, we're the new ones, you know? Yeah, like, we're like, the new ones. Like, it was just kind of like, you I, know, we went through all this stuff, and they're just like, whatever. In hindsight, I wish they had the final season as 12 episodes. Yes. Like it, it, oh, yeah. see, they That's rushed, my problem. They rushed through the first five, and then they had kind of like, they had to stretch out. The, they're like, oh, we did too much. We don't have enough to, <laughs> the to fill. Story to finish yeah. Kind of like the end of the Mark Aram show. we got to stretch out this <laughs> segment with Johnny Kilbasa. Johnny, you've you've blessed us with your uh, Game of Thrones knowledge for eight years. Uh, Valor Margarlis, Margulis, uh, B. Arthur to you. Uh, and Valor Dohiris to you. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Game of Thrones. And maybe I'll find something else to do. Yeah, we'll think about it. We'll think about what's going on. We got, we got Olympics still. We got, uh, what other football minute, football minute. I mean, we're, we're going to keep you employed. Oh, I got to pay you by the way, Johnny, I haven't paid you in a month of Sundays. <laughs> Sorry. That's hey, my no, bad. No problem. All right. Give, plug uh, your website at, at least for now, before I get the, the payment out to you. If the cholesterol is high, baby, so follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Sausage Life Podcast on any pod app or johnnykilbasa.com. All things Kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. There he is. All right, I got to pay Johnny, and we're going to come back talk to Sam. I got tickets to give away as well, Deb Green. Yes, you do? Yes, I do. All right. Deb was totally out of the Game of Thrones conversation. She's like, let's talk about Grease 2. <laughs> Don't call. We're coming back. This is the Mark Aram Show. How do we run out of time, Longoria? We get to get Sam on real quick. Sam, what's cooking, buddy? Uh, I don't know yet. All right. What can I do for you? You got about 12 uh, seconds. 12 seconds. All right, man. Ron got all the money. I don't know who them two cats in the basement were. Um, <laughs> and the next episode will be who, who knows. All right. Uh, Sam, do you want do you want the prize pack? Yeah, I do. What does what, what he want, Deb Green? You get a pair of passes to go um, check out an advanced screening of Rocket Man on Wednesday ooh. the 29th at Regal Perimeter. There Point. you go. Hang on. Chuck's going to give you some, uh, get some info from you. That's the star of the show, Sounder. And now, are you guys ready Who's for gonna the give it Mark Aram star of the show? Me. There's someone that surpassed the you. Billionaire. Billionaire. No, me. H. You're going to give it to the billionaire, which you should. Robert F. Smith, yeah. Yeah. You came in second, Longoria. Silver medal. I did. Uh, Deb, thanks for not quitting the Mark Aram show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> big show tomorrow on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Sleepy little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.